Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there's a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Be Loved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most. Overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now here is your host, Lena Sibula. I'm so glad to have you listening today. My special guest is Shelley Jarrett. Shelley brings a wide range of expertise to the table. With a degree in social work, she has worked with women and supported them in various ways over the past three decades. She also believes strongly in partnerships and collaborations and is very supportive of developing business objectives and business skills through learning opportunities. We're going to talk about what is sexual harassment, where it frequently happens, and we're going to talk about survivors and healing process. Welcome, Shelley, to Love and Beloved podcast. Oh, good. thank you so much for having me, Lena. That's awesome. I like to start with your life story. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and where your journey begins. Oh, for sure. I'd be more than happy to. Well, my name is Shelly Jarrett. I'm a mother. I have uh, twin twin boys, um, twin sons, and I have a wonderful husband. And I am also a multiple award-winning entrepreneur. I'm a magazine publisher, a documentary filmmaker, and a women's advocate. And so my journey pretty much started about my business journey about 10 years ago when I left corporate. Um, I decided to, I was encouraged to go back and do a women's entrepreneurial course, which I did and, you know, became successful. I launched a uh, consulting company right after the course. And I felt there was a need for a wider platform because what I was doing with the business consulting is working with women, supporting them in women that stay at home moms that wanted to go back out into the workforce. I would help them to dress for success, talk talk about communication skill and how to present themselves so that people take them seriously as women, as mothers um, in the the marketplace. And so, yeah, so I felt I got a, a strong following after that and I decided I needed a wider platform and I went into magazine publishing um, which I still uh, publish today and this was like nine years ago and I still publish today we publish four times a, a year it's called SMJ magazine and it's an image lifestyle and business publication so we touch on all topics arts and entertainment beauty and fashion health and wellness faith and community and we focus on women um, women that are ordinary women but they're doing extraordinary things in the community we give them a platform to tell their stories and yeah so that's what I've been doing pretty much and then I went into um, filmmaking I fell into it you know never went to school for film or anything like that and then here comes COVID and I had to pivot and I'm now doing retail um, but still in my filmmaking just waiting for this pandemic and whatnot to be over and yeah so pretty much that's been my journey. (laughs) That's awesome so interesting. Mm. I'm just curious Shelley what do you think your unique skills are that uh, help you to become successful? 
Oh, well, to take you back a little bit, I think most of it is my my listening skill and that caring personality that I have, because I really do have a background in social work. I have a degree in social work from going back many, many years ago. I worked with women in, in domestic violence uh, situations, sexual assault. I worked at the shelters. And, and so when my kids were, were little, I felt that uh, I had the time at that time to do it, I thought that's what I really wanted to do, so social work. And so I worked in the field for a while, but as you know, that kind of work is very heavy work, um, dealing with domestic, you know, women escaping domestic violence. And so I fell into to financial services and I spent like 20 years in financial services. So, you know, I've always been working with women, um, empowering women. And thing I think is that caring personality that I had from social work and I transferred, because, you know, our skills are pretty much transferable, right? Absolutely. And so, yeah, we transferred to a different career, but still within the same lane as supporting women and, and, and so forth. So I'm now becoming a women's advocate. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, we have met through the networking event and yes. you just produced your debut film and award-winning documentary, What About Us? Eight women from the five major cultural backgrounds telling the stories of truth from Me Too and beyond, gender-based harassment and abuse in diverse locations. First of all, congratulations. You're amazing. Honestly, like I have goosebumps. It's, it's beautiful. And, Thank um, you so much. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about this extraordinary experience? Wow. You know, this uh, documentary took me by surprise because I had not planned on it. But as you know, I do have a social work background, like I said, always working with women, empowering women. But then here comes 2017 and the Me Too era broke. And I'm thinking, like, what is this Me Too? Because I have not I have not heard about it before. So I did some research and then there was Oprah Winfrey talking about it and, and the Golden Globe. She talked about, you know. Most women were in the morley in the entertainment industry and the political arena. And then I thought to myself, well, I know this is happening in our community. It's not just high profile women. This is happening in our community. Maybe because I have the magazine, it's, it's, it's a media platform that I can use that platform. And I felt a sense of obligation that having this media platform, we need to hear some from some women in our communities. So we went on a search to find some women that, had these experiences in the GTA. And uh, yeah, we came up with, with, in our magazine, I think in 20, in the winter of 2018, we published five women who had different uh, diverse uh, experiences with, with assault and harassment. And we published it and I approached the women and I said, you know what, this is a a magazine but we need how do you feel about putting this on a big screen that it can reach more women and help a lot of women to heal with you just telling your story and they all agreed and uh, I think four agreed and one uh, she was not sure she wanted to do it because she was just you know having some conversations with her dad and wanted to make back up with her dad because she's had some negative experiences with her dad so she didn't want to rock the boat so she she said no I don't want to do it so we proceeded with the four and then we put we felt well there I know there there were more women and more communities diverse women um 
different cultural backgrounds that's experiencing this. It's not one set community. And so we put out a casting call and we got so many women we interviewed. Wow. And yeah, we picked four women and because we wanted it balanced. And so that's how we have five from five major cultural backgrounds. And they all told diverse stories. There's child molestation, there's um, harassment in the workplace, there's sexual abuse. Um, you know, of domestic violence. So it was very, very riveting. And so my my heart goes out to these women. I felt really, because I know I worked in this area before, but I had not, um, it, it touched my heart so much. You know, I said, oh my gosh, this needs to be told. And so the documentary went on to do extremely well, um, major, a lot of awards, uh, award-winning, you know, I have received award for producing it. And so it was just something that had to be done. And I was the chosen one. God said, I want you to do it. I knew nothing, but one of the skills, you talked about skills earlier, but one of the skills that I had was listening skills. And that was from my social work background. I listened, I cried with them, you know, on set. I had to like, to take constant bathroom breaks. And when I went there, I just bawled my eyes out. I could not believe a human being can treat another human being in this way. Yeah. So really it was very touching. So that's the story, the documentary. And like I said, we continue to, to show it and um, because it's, it needs to reach many, many women all over the world, really, not just here in Canada. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for being courageous and actually follow that desire and get that on screen because honestly, I didn't even realize that in 2019, we have that already movement, Me Too, when I start changing my brand from being a hairstylist to public speaker, sharing oh, my story. I, yes. When that time, I actually was overwhelmed that it's coming to life and to light. You know, all this our past that we've been quiet for many, many years that swept under the rug, I got literally in that wave of that movement because I step out in faith to share my story. And that's how we met. And that's yes. I was so exciting because I was looking for something where I should go and what should I do. And I couldn't even imagine that two years from then, I'm going to have my podcast. I'm going to share my story in front of the hundreds of people are going to be on all the platforms because before I thought it's my story of guilt, shame, and condemnation. And I thought if people really know who was I before, they would reject me. But honestly, with that movement, I realized I'm not alone. No. And that's what the power of us sharing our stories. And then my heart breaks for people. Like I feel that they are in so much pain and so yes. much struggle that we go and that's unite us. We're all suffering, you yes. know, and being open and honest about, oh my goodness, it took so much burden from my shoulders. And I think from your movie and from your magazine and empower the women to speak, it will trigger other women to think I need to share. I need yeah. to come out from my body, mind, and soul, because it's torturing me, tormenting me. And guess what? If she can do it, I can do it. And I'm not alone and I'm not damaged. I'm not broken. It just, I dealt this hand and I have to make the best of it what I can. But 
I always say, if you don't give up, there is hope. Earlier this year, you added a regular podcast to your responsibilities called Building Healthy Relationships. Can you tell us a bit about that? Well, uh, yes. What I wanted to do with that is just to talk about, you know, boundaries, health. What what does a healthy relationship looks like? Because, you know, we hear a lot about domestic violence, sexual, sexual assaults, human trafficking. We wanted to know what does a healthy relationship looks like? Maybe a husband, wife, but it doesn't always have to be husband and wife. It could be mother, daughter, mother and children, um, how we communicate with our parents, you know, our teachers, just healthy relationships and, and, and be able to um, teach people how to set boundaries, how to spe- set respectful boundaries and what, what is acceptable and what is not, you know, so things like that we, I wanted to talk about with people on, on my podcast. That is beautiful because I just have this thought, we are learning so many things at school But stuff like self-respect, self-worth, boundaries, it's sometimes like if you get lucky and you have a good parents who actually have a good experience with their parents or learn some other ways, then they teach you this stuff. But sometimes even parents doesn't know like what to teach their kids because they didn't have a good experience. Like, for example, like my parents didn't teach me anything. So how can I teach my kids, it's beautiful that you guys actually have that education because you have to learn how to be a wife, you have to learn how to be a mother, you have to learn how to be at work or student, you have to learn how to learn. Like, honestly, this is the best thing that God give us this uh, brain and desire to actually improve your life. So it's cool that you teach in those specific skills because look, Without communication and boundaries, how do you know that you're actually in healthy relationships? Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, Uh, and there's, you know, there's lots of books out there, books like podcasts like yours. You know, there's there's a lot of information. It's just being encouraged to to learn from these uh, information that is out there and, and, you know, go to the library, but you have to have the, um, you know, the, the desire to, to, to want to learn these things. Like you said, our parents didn't teach it to us, but for us to leave a good uh, legacy for our children that they don't have to go through what we went through, we have to start the learning process. Absolutely. And I do believe it's very important to teach new generation, you know, Yes, because no matter what happened to us, we can still do good for them as well. Yeah. Um, I would like to ask you this question. What is sexual harassment? Okay. So sexual harassment is like any unwanted touching or forcing a victim to perform like a, a sexual act. Um, such as like oral sex or penetration, anything penetrating the body that you did not consent to, you know, things like groping. Um, those things are not, is, 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 um, you know, classified as sexual harassment. Yeah. And that could happen anywhere. It could happen in the workplace. Uh, it could happen in your home, at a, a place of worship. So it's always important to be 
uh, aware that, that these things could happen in these different loca diverse locations and um, to have to teach our children that if they're feeling uncomfortable about something or somebody touching them inappropriately, they need to tell somebody, tell an adult, an adult tell a friend, tell a neighbor, if they can't speak to their parents, but try to tell somebody that you don't feel right about something. And your, your intuition will tell you that that is not right. There wasn't, they're not supposed to do that. You didn't consent to that, right? So things like that, just awareness, a lot of awareness. Yeah, thank you so much for clarifying that because in my mind, sexual harassment, it was like it's leading to rape. But if you even uncomfortable in that presence of that uh, person, it should already trigger you that it's not okay. So it's very important to know that and think about that. And um, another thing that come into my mind as a mom, you know, I and plus like I interview a few people like about the abuse and the most important part is to trust that person. Mm -hmm. Like trust what they say. If they say it, I'm not comfortable with this person, yeah. just don't take this as a, lightly yeah or offense or lightly or discarded especially from the kids or young children if they tell you something like that investigate don't discard this because there's something can be very serious so yeah. i would like to ask you shelly what um we can do for the survivors or how we can help the healing process or what you can recommend Right. I think it's important to be non-judgmental. Like you said, even a small child comes and, and tell you, mom, uh, this happened with the babysitter, did this, the babysitter did that. Just listen, just listen, be supportive, love on them. Uh, you know, promise yourself you're going to look into it because, you know, kids don't normally make up stories like that. And again, um, if you have a teenager, you know, you sort of like watch for unusual behavior. Um, they can't sleep, insomnia, um, they're not eating or bulimia, any of these different behaviors because you know your child better you know how they socialize at home how they socialize in school so any little thing different don't take it for granted always in communication and looking for signs I mean not that you're going to be paranoid looking for something you don't know exists but if they said say something and um, we always have to be aware constantly be aware of even a family member I mean you don't want to be paranoid like I said but just awareness and so it's important to love on them you know love conquers all right love on them be supportive uh give them space for healing you know encourage counseling have constant discussions about these things and these panel discussions are very very important always continue to allow people to to speak their truth and give them that space to do that and uh provide resources because sometimes we in ourselves can't always like help because we don't know you know like a friend you don't know like say for example domestic violence or something you don't know how much that person is enduring you don't know what kind of danger that person is in to that extent so you can always provide resources and then they make the decision i want to leave this relationship because we can encourage them to leave and tell them what their rights are but we can't make them leave it's like up to them so it's important to just love on them and listen a lot of listening and i'm, I'm very good at that 
listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I provide whatever support and support I can and just give them space and love, love, love and them. Actually, since my kids got a little bit older and especially my teenage daughter, I said Mm -hmm. to her, you know what? If you have a trusted person, it might be not even me. I'm like, as long as you don't keep something inside, something like happening. Of course, as a mom, I want them to come to me with all the problems. Yeah. I want them to trust me. But sometimes maybe like it's not going to be me, but I don't care who saved their life. Yeah. For me, the most important that they go share today, uh, maybe um, church leaders or somebody yeah. that they, they are very close to, you know, they, like, yeah. honestly, they have a person who they might be, more comfortable to speaking about stuff like that because I am a parent but I always say to them green light just go and share if you need help I will provide anything that you need and um, what's beautiful about this beautiful country that we do have and counseling and we have um, therapists as well I just wanted to add to that. Yeah. And sometimes for kids, they they feel like they don't want to get their parents into trouble. And so they don't talk or they, they may not feel, feel safe telling you because it might, oh my God, it's a lot of fear that, that and per, shame. Know, child they're and shame they're going to. Yes. So they don't want more trouble in the home or if it's a family member, you know, it's just so much emotions going on right now. So mm-hmm. that's why we, as the listener, as you know, the parents or anything, we have to really listen and be sensitive how to deal with the situation because it could escalate into a whole different thing and it becomes very difficult on the family. Yes, especially that's, I do believe how trauma creates when they people come and open up to someone and they wasn't hurt or wasn't accepted and it create all another different problems and um want to say to to you guys if you cannot tell this to someone one of the ladies on my previous podcast give give this advice and i would like to share this with you write the journal at least like it's gonna be on the paper and then you can go to the trusted person and give that to them so Mm -hmm. you don't need to be face to face and i think it's a huge tool that you can use do not keep it inside because it's not on you it's not your fault you're loved and you're precious and your life is valuable you if you need help there is help you just have to choose wisely the person who to trust and the journaling and sharing that would might save your life yes Um, i would like to ask you shelly is there any advice you would give someone struggling right now? Um, just to know that people do care and continue to use your voice to tell your story so that it can help others. Because many people is is you know see it as a shame as as um being ostracized by the family, the community. But just try to be strong within yourself and just there's so many. Um, avenues now that you can tell your story if you don't even want to tell a family member or a parent or something you can just do a podcast (laughs) you know find some way of communicating to tell people your story to speak your story because it's a healing process right 
and it helps. Just know that you could be empowering another person who could be about to lose their life. They could just hear your, your podcast or hear your story, right? And they made a different decision. So it's always important to speak to speak up. Um, the support is there, but unless we know that this is happening to you, we cannot help you. So you really need to, I, I would encourage to use your voice. Your voice is your power, right? And your voice is a healing uh, mechanism. So continue to use your voice. And, uh, and know that there is a lot of love out there and, and love yourself and um, be aware of your surroundings, be aware that these things are happening, but you don't have to stay in it. You can get out of it, but you first have to make the first move and tell somebody about your story. Absolutely. This is a good advice. And I can testify to that because I didn't speak about my past for 20 years. And now I cannot even say how liberating and freeing for me not to hide and I don't feel shamed. There was people loving on me. And it was such an amazing mindset shift from being shameful to being free. I knew that I want to write a book, but I wrote that manuscript for three years. I, I didn't have a deadline. It was my therapy between me and God. So you guys just know there is no deadline for your healing. So start writing and start expressing yourself. You don't have to write a book if you want it, of course. But you know what? You start writing and you're going to feel better. Yeah. And, and I just want to say before, not, not cutting it, I, I want to congratulate you a lot on taking that step to do that. And that's because you loved yourself enough to share to share and help somebody else heal. And even by having this podcast, this is a great, great step that you've taken. And I'm sure there's a lot of, you'll be blessing a lot of people and you are blessed enough to do that. So I want to really congratulate you on your bravery, your courage, that you've done the right thing and you'll continue to help so many people because they're waiting, they're waiting on you. Thank you so much, Ellie. And honestly, The glory all to God, he actually led me to write that book. At first, I didn't want to do it. I agreed just because I thought it will help someone. But in this process, it's freed me. Honestly, it's been such a miraculous transformation in what I think about myself and my worth and my, my values. And I reconcile with my family members as well. It was very healing process. Thank you so much. I appreciate your kind words. And I hope and pray that God take that all over the place and show that we are all the same. We're all suffering and we have hope that there is hope that if you desire better, there is people to help you and you can come out victorious. Even after everything you've seen or done, you still can be successful, can have love, can have peace and joy. So, so it it just beautiful. I know it's hard to think about this, especially when you're still in the midst of the struggle. And that time I couldn't see it too. I lived in hell for like my first 20 years. So I didn't know that I will live. I didn't know I will survive. I didn't know that one day I'm going to have a family and love and wholeness again. But what I did knew that this is not it. It has to be better. This is not okay. I want it to be better. 
So I was moving slowly, but surely, but you know what? I do believe better late than never. And one yeah. thing that I knew, like, I won't give up. So that faith, 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 and faith. Well, actually, half of my life, I had no faith. I didn't have God in my life. I, well, that's not true. I had a God in my life. I didn't know that I had him because first half of my life, it was just turmoil. And that sometimes people think like, oh, heaven, it's somewhere far away after life. Like, right trust here. me, people live in hell today. And if you don't know that people live in hell, you didn't live long enough, you know, and didn't hear enough stories because honestly, everybody live in their own personal hell. So I'm just so grateful to God that he allowed me to survive and share my story because honestly, this is what I want to do for him as a gratitude for my life it's through those stories and what you do for women. Like we are here to encourage, inspire, and to give hope. So I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm really excited that you're here and you teach and for work that you do. So I'm really grateful. I think, I think we're all on assignment. This is our assignment and it's our purpose. You know, we're all here for a reason. We didn't just like drop from the sky or somewhere. Um, so you were chosen from the time you were conceived and there's an assignment and we have to live out our assignment and this is our assignment. So uh, I'm more than happy agree. to take up the mantle. Yes. Yes. yes awesome. Mm-hmm. I absolutely yeah. agree. So I, on that note, I would like to ask you, Shelley, looking back over your journey to where are you now, would you have done anything differently? Oh wow, for sure. There's so many things that uh, that I could could have done differently. But for with everything, there's always a learning. It's a learning curve. We're constantly learning. We're constantly growing. We, you know, uh, self actualization. You know, we're just you know because sometimes you said, oh, I want this, I want that, and then you get it, and you're still not satisfied, right? And so we can't. We got to keep. We just got to keep going. So yeah, you know, in business. Um, quite quite you know business can be up and down and but like I said for every step you make there's a reason why you made that step but once you're with God and 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 you love God and and you you you're principled and you know everything we do we should be intentional about what we do we mm. don't just get up one day says oh I'm doing this there got to be a reason why we're doing it so once we have that intention there that our goal is to support others and, and love others and treat each others with respect. I think, you know, but sometimes you, you meet people. I've made some mistakes, yes. And like I said, I learned from them and there's no way I'm going to go back doing them again. And there's many more for me to learn as well. But hopefully I'm equipped and I have the tools that are necessary to over to overcome it because um, I find in business you can't be too emotional about business. Even in in picking I, a lot of how I grew my business is through collaborations and partnerships, and we always have to be careful because having a business is just like being married. It's a relationship and in relationship with others and it's about managing others and managing behaviors. And you meet different people and you just 
be principled the way you are, the way you were raised, you raised with certain values and you would not go against those values that you, you were raised with. So you stick to being who you are, love yourself for who you are and what you do and do things with, with intention, like I said. And um, because once you break that trust with somebody, you cannot get it back, right? You can spend years building up your business and one mistake you make, it could tear the whole thing down. So we, we always have to be intentional and be careful who we partner with, who we collaborate with, because uh, yeah, it could be very detrimental and, and very sad. And you really want to uphold everything that you, all the work that you've done, that it means something to someone. So I would say we, we constantly are growing and changing and we make mistakes. We pick up ourselves again and start again. Try to be, I always say, try to be on the right side of the law, be on the right side of God, do everything that you know is right. You don't want to hurt anybody or you don't want anybody to hurt you also. So we just be very intentional. Yeah, absolutely. And I keep thinking that, uh, previous what you said about the boundaries when you know the boundaries and you stay in that integrity then you know integrity. what you want from other people and you know what you allowed from yourself for other people then it's yeah. it's really solid then you know who you are and where you're going mm -hmm. because honestly it can be like any other partnerships because we didn't meant to be alone we're always with people and uh, it's very interesting with age i hope i'm a little bit wiser to make those decisions but of course like we're always gonna be in that learning stage it's a learning yes and character matters character matters oh, absolutely yes yes and um so shelly where can our listeners connect with you online oh well people can find me you just Google Shelly Jarrett. I'm on all social media platforms. You can find me on LinkedIn, of course, on uh, Instagram, you know, uh, Facebook, just Shelly Jarrett <laughs> and um, my work. Um, you can go to Linktree, find Shelly Jarrett. Uh, you find all my body of work that I've done in the community. That's awesome. And before I let you go, Shelly, I would like to ask you my signature question. Sure. What does love and to be loved? means to you uh love means like surrounding yourself with people that love and support you respect you the same you give you know respect to friends and um always be there the first thing is that you gotta love yourself unconditionally you know don't be so hard on yourself and um and demand respect from others and i think that's that's really uh where it starts you you you're loved by your family your friends your your children you know even your pet <laughs> right and so it is very important because uh god so loved the world right that he gave his only son and so we we are from his lineage so we should do the same just love ourselves and love others the way god christ loved us that's beautiful. Any final thoughts, Shelley? Um, you know, we're we're seeing uh, in the last two years, we've seen a lot. We've dealt with a lot. I would encourage people to really just take care of each other, 
take care of your mental health. Yes, there's a lot going on right now. We don't know when this pandemic is going to end. We thought it was getting better, but every day we wake up, it's a different uh, scenario. So I would say um, continue to be safe, continue to, to follow um, the rules. You know, I mean, there's a lot, some people don't believe certain things and some people believe others. Each person is entitled to their belief, but I think we need to follow the sciences, right? And try to take care of ourselves and our families and be safe. Yes. Thank you, Shelly, for being our guest so much inside. Really appreciate you sharing with us today. Our special guest is Shelly Jarrett, women's advocate, filmmaker, and entrepreneur. Shelly says, in keeping with my goal of raising awareness and education, it is vital that we continue to push for changes to gender-based violence, systematic racism, and various women's issues. I feel it's all our responsibility to continue to raise our voices and demand social change. And again, guys, don't hesitate to reach out to Shelley. I will post in show notes links to everything was mentioned today. And stay tuned for another episode of Love and Beloved. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Shelley. So grateful for you and your time. Thank you for having me. And remember, you are never alone. You are loved. You are God's treasure, precious and priceless to Him. Thank you for listening to Love and Beloved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit lovedandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E, loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to linasabula at gmail.com. Stay healthy, stay safe, love, and be loved.